0: Welcome to episode 110. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. This episode is in response to episode 109, which was on the forbidden feminine. We attempted in the live recording to get through both forbidden feminine and forbidden masculine. Impossible. Completely and utterly impossible. Impossible in our 40-minute time frame that we have together. So this episode is solely dedicated to the forbidden masculine, which we weren't able to get to in the previous episode, which was 109. This is a tricky episode. It's a tricky topic. It takes a long runway to get there. So... (laughs) I say that because I really encourage you to listen to this in one sitting. Everything that I do and everything that we do in Rewilding and all of these conversations, it's really a start to finish kind of thing. It's really this piece builds to this piece which opens this door and then leads to that thing and then we can get to the guts of what we're trying to get to. working to get past our unconsciousness, really. It's working to get past what we can't see, get into deeper realms of things that we can't see, um, ways that we just kind of automatically are responding and into like this juicy, beautiful, amazing territory, which is often deemed forbidden, which is also called shadow which is also called repressed aspects of self hidden aspects of self unconscious aspects of self whatever words we want to use around that but when we're working in this territory it takes a bit to get in there and i addressed that at the start of this episode and give some tips also i think some warnings (laughs) at the start of it i think i'm going to start putting disclaimers at the start of every podcast and every live um but you'll, you'll explore those in a minute when, when I stop running my mouth here in the intro. But um, yeah, I think that's really all I want to touch on in this intro is just the invitation to listen to it from start to finish. so that and, and, and if there's a part that triggers you at like minute 20, just hold on. Or if you get really rubbed the wrong way at minute 5, and you're like, what is the point of this? hold on. I just am encouraging you to just hold on. Hold on. Just stick with it. It's a um, it's a wild ride. It's a wild ride, this one. All right. Um, with so much love, enjoy this episode. It's always interesting to me to shift into forbidden feminine, um, to, sorry, to shift from forbidden feminine into forbidden masculine. And like we have 200 people on a live when we talk about forbidden feminine, and then we have 40 here on a live when we talk about forbidden masculine. However, we get probably, potentially, the most requests to do more around masculine, at least right now. I wouldn't say overall, but at least right now, we're probably getting the most amount of requests to create a program around the masculine archetypes to do something that kind of opens the door to working with more of the masculine or weaving the masculine more in with the feminine or more sacred union or more like divine union, sacred sexuality, um, whether that be within self or that be external out in our world. So I find it interesting um, and it's just very curious and I think there's a part <clears throat> And obviously we're like predominantly a space of, of women. There's some men definitely in our space too. So huge shout out to you guys. I don't know if you're here live or if you're here on the replay, but huge shout out to you guys. Like heck yeah for being here in the space with us. But um, I think for a lot of women, there's um, this not necessarily understanding the gifts that it will give what it will do for us for our relationships for our love for our careers for just who we are in the world how we are in the world our soul's expression not necessarily understanding what working in divine masculine energy will do for us how big it is It's, it's it's pretty evident for a lot of us who are kind of primarily identified with the feminine or who are really interested in like feminine reclamation it's 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 more in our faces it's more evident it's more apparent um and it's just more i don't know like there's just more buzz around it there's more excitement around like yeah reclaim the feminine and it's a little bit less obvious a little bit less talked about a little bit less in our faces a little bit less apparent the benefits of going into a topic like the forbidden masculine for women or for men like why and, and that's what I want to start today with is why go into forbidden masculine why like come on Sabrina we are living in a world that caters to the masculine I don't think that's true by the way but I think maybe it was true at one point but just just really feeling into, we'll kind of step into that in a minute, but I want to kind of preface a couple of things. I feel like I need to do a couple of disclaimers at the start, maybe of all of our episodes going forward, but this one, definitely a couple of like warning labels to put on this one. Um, But then we'll dive into like why. I, I really want to share with you what I see happening for women when we work with masculine, when we when we work on that relationship between our own inner masculine and our own inner feminine, what happens when we work on like, what is our judgment of masculine energy? What masculine energy can we not trust? What masculine energy do we have, um, that judgment piece around? Do we limit, do we, where do we emasculate the masculine? I know. I, 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 you might want to shut this off right now. I have a good feeling. So here we're going to get into the disclaimers. I have a good feeling that this could be a very triggery episode. And I think all of our episodes are rather triggery. I just think that's the nature of who we are and of who I am and of kind of how lots of this comes through. But it's not leaving. Heck yeah, Monique. I'm glad it's going to be you and me, sister. You and me were riding this thing out. Um, But I want to invite all of us to like, let the triggers be a gift. So let the, if something's getting like triggery in your system, don't make it about me. Don't, don't make it about me. We're kind of missing out on the gift of it. Like just go, wow, like that, that's pissing me off. Okay. What is it? It, it, Where's the rub? What's, what's the, the rub coming from? So that's one disclaimer. Second disclaimer is I share all of this just from a place of love and it gets sometimes really fiery and it sometimes gets a bit in your face. And for me, part of that is just to cut through, cut through the unconsciousness, is to cut through maybe what, what we're unable to see. It's the hardest to see ourselves, right? It, it's so much easier to see another To hold space for another. It's the hardest to see ourselves. It's like asking a sick mind. I know this is a very weird analogy, and I don't think we all have sick minds, but it's like asking a sick mind to see its sickness. Like, we're asking a sick mind to see the sickness. We're asking an old patterned mind to see the old patterns. We're asking an unconscious mind to see the unconscious. Like, we're asking. And that's wild and that's tough and that's hard. And so a lot of what gets woven into today and into all of our episodes or most of them, most of our conversations is this kind of way of cutting through that, cutting through that, cutting through that. And so I just invite you to step into this from a place of that radical honesty that we're always talking about—not that you have to be radically honest with me or share radically honest things in the comments. Although, if you feel to, please do. It adds to our space always when you're adding or sharing whatever's arising for you. Um, it oftentimes gifts our space if you're live, or gifts others later on if you're leaving comments a little bit later on down the track. But to to hold that place of of being okay to be. Like, radically honest and like radical self acceptance, like radical self acceptance. Because it's really hard to be honest with ourselves when we can't accept that in ourselves. And I'm gonna hopefully open the door to see some parts of self that are like messing up our relationships, that are blocking us from moving to places where we feel so deeply met, where we feel so loved and able to give love, where we feel so free, like free in our own expression, free in our love, free in our dance of masculine and feminine, like free. And that's what this is all in an effort to do, all in an effort to do. And it's totally supported by our rewilding community. So those of you who are doing like Persephone online retreat, who are in inner circle, who do mystery schools, who are going to do the year long study program with me, you are who sponsors this. Like we cannot be here and do this without all of your support and all of your participation and everything that you do for us. So just a huge shout out to like every man or woman who has ever done a rewilding program online, offline, wherever. However, just a big shout out to you because we could not do what we do here on YouTube for free every week if it wasn't for you all. So just like deep gratitude for that, um, for making this happen. All right. So let's dive into this. Um, Let's start by, we kind of started the Forbidden Feminine episode in a similar fashion. So if you did not watch the Forbidden Feminine episode and you're curious about it, it was the previous episode to this one. I think, Malia, can you let me know, is this episode one 10 or is this episode 109 I'm not sure I want to be able to tell you all specifically what it is but whatever we'll figure that out so um we started off this is 110 all right awesome so that was episode 109 this is 110 that feels rather perfect um by a reflective question. And those of you who are here live or even like on the replay, I would love to hear. Like, let's just leave comments. The more that we comment in our space, um, the more that gets added to it, the more juice that's there, the more that will come through, the deeper the conversation that we can go to. And so my question is, when you feel into forbidden masculine in yourself, in society, in another, What comes to mind, so this is going to be unique for all of us, so what I find to be forbidden masculine, like what traits or what characteristics or what archetypes do we feel are forbidden? Like we just forbid men to be like that wild, like wild man kind of forbidden like holy buckets we start to like tone that down in our little boys at a very young age like no 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 that's it's too much energy it's too wild it's too much testosterone too whatever we we say i'm just giving some examples um so hillary i want to i want to park that one um, a recognition of the feminine within i want to refer that back over to i love that woman and i love that we get to have that conversation so like if we start talking about feminine characteristics then we need to go back and look at forbidden feminine so hell yeah and and now we're starting to talk about like how much in a man body typically um the judgment of expression of feminine essences are. So I, I wanna keep that separate and I wanna go just into raw energetics, raw energetics. So raw energetics of masculine essence. But I'm so glad you said that, woman, because we get to clarify. So thank you, hallelujah, awesome um, for saying that. So like, think of masculine traits that we just find forbidden. And I saw one that I, I think is a really great one um a really great one to start with um lustful lustful and you can use a different word for that and just feel into it and, and remember you might get triggered you might be getting pissed off at me right now and going but lustful is inappropriate so catch all of that i just want us to catch all of that right catch it like lustful is inappropriate okay okay just catch it just catch it it's not bad. It's just, just catch it. Um, intense focus drive. I was thinking about this one this morning, Raquel. So I love that you brought that up. Like one track mind, like one track mind. And we'll talk about this a little bit deeper. Um, and we're going to talk about lustfulness too, a little bit deeper and and just feeling into that. Um, um <laughs> so <laughs> do you see how much judgment we have on it's just like i want to just read some of these words like we're already like harshly judging the masculine we're already just like going for it and i i'm not gonna like point out the comments but for those of you who are reading the comments who are here live like you'll start to see like or you'll feel the judgment in some of these comments you'll feel um it's not like um it's not as open or as <laughs> as free and I'm loving it. I'm fucking loving this. I am, I'm telling you all like this could not be more perfect. So I love what's being shared. It is so hard to go into this. It is so hard to go into this. Some of you all know this. The first time I ran a rewilding for women's retreat in America and we brought in the divine masculine. We had to sit for 45 minutes discussing why the fuck we should work with the masculine. Why the fuck we should deal with divine masculine. What the hell is the point of it? It's arrogant. It's controlling. It's domineering. It's pervy. It's gross. There's nothing good in it. There's nothing good in like I, I like I'm here rewilding for women. Why the hell would I want to even talk about masculine? Why the hell? Well, because we're missing half of ourselves. Like we're missing the gift of it. It's it's huge what it does. Not just for the our own cleansing out of the relations, our own relationship to the masculine. What it does for that, but what it does for our feminine when we have good healthy relationship to the masculine what that does to our feminine essence how that nurtures our feminine essence how we can soften and relax and we live from a very different place we don't live from a fear place we don't live from a hate place we don't live from a all of these grievances in my belly all of these times that i've been oppressed i've been beaten up i've been um, oppressed i've been abused i've been put down i've been up. Controlled, I've been domineered, I've been. We don't live from that place, we don't live like that's not running the show anymore. Our deep hurts and deep fears and deep wounds and deep pains aren't running the show anymore and that's a very different state for our feminine to be in. It is a very different state for our feminine to be in. It is a very different state for our whole bodies to be in. It's a very different state to make love from. It's a very different state to be in a partnership from. It's a very different state to raise our babies from, to create in this world from. It's a very different place. Um, So, I think that kind of goes into why, like that kind of explains why we want why right i said i want to start this off with why why on earth are we talking about forbidden masculine in rewilding for women why why when we are a predominantly woman's circle why are we talking about masculine essence and the forbidden masculine i feel like now is a way of moving into feeling into We're going to just keep this like man-woman to keep it simple. But of course, we all have masculine in us. We all have feminine in us. Some of us who are in woman bodies are more masculine-essenced, right? Some of us who are in man bodies are more feminine-essenced. So I also want to preface that. But what I'm going to invite us to do, this is kind of us trying to get past some of the limitations of the mind. It's us trying to get past Yeah, all the stuff I talked about at the start. So feeling into a son, if you have a son or if you have a nephew, feeling into maybe you have a grandson, maybe you have a godson, maybe you have a friend's son, but just like, Feeling into, or, or just feeling into, like, innocent young boy. So, if you don't have a nephew that you can relate to, or your own son, or grandson, or, or there's not like a, a human in your life, that's fine. Feel into, like, innocent boy, just a boy, just a boy. And just let that, let him be whatever age he kind of shows up as, what, whatever age, but, but the innocence. The innocence before this society has grabbed a hold of him, before family patterns have like deeply set in, right? Before he's started watching television and been completely programmed by this and that. And before he started reading things, just innocent, masculine, like innocent boy, just feeling into innocent boy, innocent boy, innocent boy. And, and I kind of I just want to start from this place because I, I think we forget that or we don't honor that or we don't necessarily or we find it hard to find the purity in like masculine. So go to the young age of just pu- the purity of, of just masculine, just just the purity before all of the conditioning comes before the conditioning, just just the, the the purity, that, that pure essence of just innocent boy. And for those of us who are women, now let's own that innocent boy is wired. Like innately, organically, physiologically wired, very different to innocent young girl. Like boy is just wired differently, different hormones, different body parts, different wiring, different brain structures. You can do a whole lot of research on this. There's profound differences between mass men and women bodies. And just, just honoring the different, it's different. It's different, it's different. So let's just, there's a book, Alison Armstrong, Queen's Code. Very simple read and if it's of interest to you it might be helpful but there's something there's a philosophy in that book that is kind of calling out that women will try to make men good women like we see all of masculine and all of men through our own what makes a good woman filter like, what would make a good, well, a good woman has diffuse awareness. A good woman sees everything and can feel into her environment and knows what needs to be done here and can be very intuitive. That's a good woman, right? And and so, so this is so, there's so many layers to this thing. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm inviting us to let let the, let that innocent boy be the innocent boy, right? Um, my grandson is eight, such a pure soul. Like, I love that comment. Yes, difficult to not place expectations on men, but like, yes. So just, just let's stay with that for a minute and let's, like, we're, we're working our way into this thing. It's, we're like an airplane, right? And we need a long runway. Like, we need a long runway to get through our own conditioning, our own conditioning around, around masculine. So, feeling into that, and now, let's say that that young, innocent boy, his innate, his, in, his, his authentic expression, so we talk a lot about this. Like, I just wanna be me. I just wanna be authentically me. I, I, I wanna be free. To be as wild a feminine as I could be. I want to be free in my emotions. I want to be free in my intuition. I want to be free to be a witch. I want to be free to be a medicine woman. I want to be free to be a priestess. I want to be free to be, I want to be free to love. I want to, look. we, right? Like my authentic expression. My authentic expression. And so now feeling into like, what if this innocent young boy's authentic expression is one track mind? It's one track mind. It's so focused. It's so profoundly focused. It's so mission oriented. It's so goal accomplishing. It's so much that I just, I have one thing on my brain and it's that one thing and I'm gonna pour all of my energy, all of my effort into that one thing. No, I'm not gonna think about you while you're at home. No, I'm not going to think about the thing over here in my peripheral vision because that's not the way that I'm wired. I'm wired for this. This is innately how I'm wired. This is how I give my gift. This is who I am. This is authentically how I operate in the world. It is very linear. It is very straight line. It's very focused. It's very mission oriented. Very mission oriented. That is just authentically, innately who I am. It is authentically, innately how I'm wired. And now as this eight-year-old boy, I'm I'm told that I have to be more aware of everything around me all of the time. I I have to stop being so focused and I I have to think about my baby sister who's crying in the other room and I have to think about the the door that just opened and wonder who that is versus just building my Lego set. I'm, I'm being told in a way, to be different. So now I'm not saying at all that it's not beautiful for masculine, essenced individuals to have the capacity to have diffuse awareness in any way, in any way. I think that's part of what makes a whole human being whole. But our topic today is what are we forbidding in the masculine? What are we harshly judging, not accepting? What are we forbidding in in the masculine? What are we forbidding? Now, let's just feel into that, and let's feel into that same characteristic, that trait in your lover. Whether that be a woman or a man, I don't care. That trait is strongly developed in your lover. Strongly developed in your lover. Now, when your lover is with you and they have full focus right on you, right on you, right on you, they are fully with you, fully with you. Every ounce of their awareness is with you. Every ounce of their presence is penetrating you. Everything that they have is with you. That's, that's pretty powerful, right? That's pretty powerful. I know that I want my lover to have that. I know that that gifts me in ways that I cannot even begin to describe. That opens me in ways that I can't begin to describe. I feel seen, I feel held, I feel met. I think one of the number one things that I hear from women is I don't feel met. I don't feel met. I, I, I just don't feel met. He doesn't meet me, she doesn't meet me. My relationship doesn't meet me, there's more. There's more. I don't feel met. I don't feel met. So, hmm. <laughs> this is about us, right? This episode is about us. This is about us. I'm I'm, I'm showing up here to give us some different things for us to feel into for ourselves. And so feeling into, you know, how that one tiny little trait, and this is similar to how we did this with the forbidden feminine, that one tiny little trait, like how do we judge it in ourselves? Do you judge it when you get too focused? Too focused, you hear that like Freudian slip? Do you judge it when you get too focused and suddenly you don't hear the kettle boiling, right? Or the, the baby crying in the other room? Not even sure that that's necessarily possible for a lot of us, but you know, how or where are we judging that in ourselves? Where do we judge that particular trait in society? Where do we judge that particular trait in other? And that's just like one. Right One, I wanna just check our time. So we've got like 13 minutes. There's like a trillion of these things to go into. But I wanted to bring that one up because that was a comment shared at the very start. Another one that I've been feeling into is the, the, the word lustful that we used at the very start. And we don't have to use the word lustful, that's just one way of describing that. But feeling into, back into innocent, masculine innocent, masculine. And he starts to see beauty in the world. He starts to want to witness beauty. He innately organically wants to start to witness beauty. He starts to witness beauty and it starts to fill him in a way. It could be beauty in a form, in a particular form. It could be the way something radiates. It could be the way something like shines a light. It could be art, certain forms of art. He starts to see beauty and he doesn't want to be beauty. He wants to witness it. He wants to hold it in his awareness. He wants to take it into his eyes. He wants to breathe it in. He is. He is, again, innately, organically, he's deriving his own like pleasure, his own fullness through witnessing beauty. Through witnessing, like the dance of life, the dance of life through witnessing beauty, and then that beauty becomes feminine form. So that that beauty becomes feminine form for him. We're just we're just kind of playing along. Just just keep bouncing around and see where your mind goes with this. Now, it does something for his system that he cannot even describe, to be able to take in beauty, to observe beauty, to witness beauty, to be present to beauty, to be present to life itself, the dance of life, the radiance of life, the light of life. It, it does something, it nourishes his nervous system. It nourishes his whole being. It calls him to presence. It makes him feel alive. It opens his heart. It does a whole lot of things for him. But then it's shamed. It's shamed. It's shamed. It's shamed. It's shamed in some way. It's forbidden. It's forbidden in some way. When that is just innately... what gifts what, what fills him and it is also innately how he gifts the world so let's go back to now this is my lover and i'm a i'm a feminine essence lover right i'm a full-on feminine essence lover yes i can definitely do masculine essence for sure But i love being in the feminine essence of lover and i I want that masculine trait and characteristic so strongly developed in my lover. I want my lover to ride my waves of life, like my my waves of pleasure, my, my beauty. I want my lover to love my beauty. I want my lover to love my beauty. I want my lover to love my pleasure. I want my lover to love it, to witness it, to honor it, to cherish it, to swim in it, to dance in it, to observe it, to right, breathe it in, to to like, I'll go to the next level, to lick it, drink it, fuck it. I want him to do all of that. I want him to do all of that that awakens huge aspects of my feminine it awakens a whole different level of light in my being it awakens a whole different level of pleasure in my being a whole different level of life force in my being right it opens it opens my whole being to that much more and that's that polarization so we start to talk about the polarization that's where all the juice and the magic gets created is when one is holding one pole and the other is holding another pole but through our own experiences and our own kinks and our own conditionings and our own closures and our own wounds and our own fears and our own absorbed all of that stuff the feminine like what i i have witnessed so, 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 so often is that the feminine is like, yes, I want that, but I can't handle that. Or I'm scared of that. I, I, I want to be seen, but I don't want to be seen. I, I, I want to be met, but I don't, I don't, I, I want to feel pleasure, but I don't, right? There's, there's, it brings up all of the insecurities the who know like buckets full of stuff for us but and this this is why this is such a loaded conversation and it's so hard I wrote this post and it was um, it's on our Instagram so if you checked out our Instagram yesterday um, I wrote this post and I wrote a long time ago and it was like he penetrates he pervades he leaves her wanting nothing. He leaves her longing for nothing, nothing, nothing. Like, and it's really capturing this essence of, and there's more to it, I can't remember though, but of, of, of this like longing and craving that the feminine has of being so fully met, being so fully seen, so fully felt. And we say we want that, we talk about we want that but what's required to get to that is, is this really opening up to what is it that we are forbidding in the masculine? What is it that we are finding forbidden? This is taboo. This is wrong. This is, I can't, I can't handle this, right? I can't handle this. Um, in the, in, the, in the masculine, in the mask, I can't handle that much energy aimed straight at me, that first trait that we talked about. I can't handle that much penetration straight at me. I can't handle that much directional force right at me. I can't handle it, I can't, right? You just feel into that for yourself. I can't, ah, that's a whole lot, ah, right? And then feeling into this, devotion to something you can't even honor in yourself this devotion to this insane amount of life force juice pleasure bliss joy love that pours through you as the feminine that pours through you a devotion to that a love of that and a wanting to witness that observe that hold space for that be a catalyst to make that happen in you be, be, that for, because it fills both of you. It fills both of you. And then going like, I can't handle that. I can't, I can't be seen like that. Or that's too much pleasure. Or that's too much light. Or I'm not pretty. Like we can go all the way down to like the lower levels of like, I'm not pretty. I don't feel comfortable. It's way beyond physical pretty. It's way beyond physical pretty. It's way beyond that. It's way beyond society's definition of physical pretty, right? It, it, that's garbage. That's not even what I'm talking about here. It's radiance. It's light. It's a radiance. It's light, and again, that can flow through any body. It doesn't matter if it's a woman body, man body. It doesn't. That doesn't matter, right? it's, it's, it's that. So, this kind of reflective question in our last couple of minutes right any aspects that we forbid in the masculine we're we're hurting ourselves any aspect any archetype that i deny now i'm not talking about a distorted expression of an archetype i'm not talking about a toxic expression of mars i'm not talking about a toxic expression of hades i'm just talking about like raw pure essence any of those raw, pure essences that we deny, we're we're actually denying that of ourselves. We're denying that polar opposite of our feminine dancing with that, or we're denying that masculine trait, essence, characteristic archetype from being expressed in our lives through ourselves. Anywhere that we're forbidding, what is raw essence, raw essence, any of those that we're forbidding, any of those that we're forbidding, we're denying ourselves of either making love to it, dancing with it, being in harmony with it out in the world, or in ourselves, or in ourselves, in ourselves. And so this is, is, I mean, this is loaded. This is loaded. We could do this for months and 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 probably still never even get to it. But it's similar for the feminine, right? So to kind of tie forbidden feminine into forbidden masculine and to feel into both of those, you know, we talked about really reflecting on what aspects do we judge ourselves on? I'm too wild. I'm too much. I'm, you know, the too much woman Poem. The I'm too emotional. I change my mind too much. I'm not. I'm not like one track mind enough. I, I have the, all of those things that we talked about in the feminine. Now, now feeling into them in the masculine, right? I'm. I'm. I'm too this, or or it's too much this, or it's too that, or it's too that, um, and just kind of taking that step back and kind of seeing from like bird's eye perspective, what are we forbidding? in in our sons? What are we forbidding in our lovers? What are we forbidding in ourselves? What, and that's, you know, we talk a lot about dark goddess, and dark goddess, that kind of territory is reclamation of all of that which has had to go underground. All of that which has had to been suppressed, repressed, oppressed, buried. It's the same with the dark masculine. It's the same with the dark masculine. And I feel like I'm watching, us move through a society where we're forcing more and more and more and more to go underground we're forcing more of it to go into underground repressed oppressed territory we're 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 harshly judging instead of saying yes that but let's just clean it up like yes give me your potency give me your penetration but let's clean it up Let's clean, let's let's connect it to the heart. Let's connect it to soul. Let's connect it to something higher. Let's let your penetration be divine masculine, aligned right? Let's let it come from high love. Let's let it come from high service. Let's do that instead of just shut it down. Just shut it down. Just not, not, that's not shut it down, right? Shh. it's wild. I spoke to a man yesterday and I was asking him and I said, like, what is, what is forbidden masculine for you? Like, what is, when I say forbidden masculine, what is that for you? He's like, I kind of, Sabrina, feel like all of my masculine is sort of forbidden. Like, I kind of feel like it's forbidden to be masculine right now. I I, I feel like it's forbidden to be masculine right now. And I can feel the in that and I can see the truth in that and I don't think that he is at all alone in that and it's it's makes me want to cry Um, yeah wow Um, what a interesting wild conversation episode uh, this has been I know on our last live together I sort of ran my mouth off, which I sometimes do way before anything's going on, but I said, I will do something for men. I will do something for men. Um, yeah. Or just the masculine. I think it will just be around masculine energy. Um, so it could be for women, for men. Um, but I'm feeling it, really, really feeling it. So, wow. All right. I am so grateful again to all of you who support rewilding and in in any way that you support rewilding. So whether you're like monetarily supporting rewilding via programs and retreats and all of those things, or you're here and you're subscribing to the YouTube channel and liking things and commenting and sharing it with others, like just huge gratitude. And thank you so much for that. We're going to take next Saturday off. So it's Thanksgiving here in uh, the U.S. My family is coming out um, to have a very small, just my sister and my nephews. So my nephews, what a good timing for this. And I think they're like top of mind. So to be talking about like innocent young masculines, um, there's two showing up in my house tomorrow. So we're going to take Saturday, um, next week Saturday off. Um, and we're also just going to kind feel of into, feel into things over here around what's going to serve going into 2021 Um, we're also opening up inner circle so that's the space where we go into two workshops every month so it's a circle it's typically closed we open it up a couple times a year and it's a way to kind of work with me and work with all these practices and go into all of the things that we talk about here Um, on the lives and in the podcasts. So that's opening up soon. So kind of stay tuned for that. We'll be talking about that. I'm sure we'll do some sort of like wild, free, fun promotion. I'm kind of feeling like seven. We did 12 Days of Circle last year uh, to kick off the new year. I'm kind of feeling like seven Days of Circle. 12 Days of Circle, I think, almost killed everybody. That was full on and it was beautiful and amazing. But I think we're going to shorten it like seven days of circle um so kind of stay tuned for that if you're not subscribed to our newsletter do that that's where we share all the cool free stuff that we're doing and different um retreats that come out and just kind of keep everybody up to date on things and also like cool astrology reports go out in there so that's just um ingrid i joined after 12 days of circle wasn't 12 days of circle intense and crazy and wild and beautiful and so we definitely want to do it again just not quite tigs tigs 13 days come on man you're gonna kill me (laughs) um all right so good to be here with you all and i will um see you when i see you oh for those of you who want more and like you don't want to take a weekend off persephone retreat's still going on so we're holding space for the persephone online retreat right now and we will be doing that through december 1st so that's happening at the moment. Um, if you wanna just kind of stay tapped in and you wanna deep dive and do some of this like very much around masculine and feminine, all of these episodes, these last like six episodes have really been inspired by that particular body of work. So if that's Colin, um, that's definitely an option to jump into. All right, I will see you where I see you, when I see you and how I see you, so much love, Mwah.